welcome to the NC Podcast. My name is Natasha Collins and I am the founder of NC Real Estate, which includes its members club for landlords and property investors to come and build a profitable property portfolio that completely aligns with their lifestyle and financial goals. If you haven't heard it yet, and I think I've said it enough over the last couple of weeks, I'm opening the members club for a limited time only next week. So get that in your diaries. As of the 4th of August, I'm opening for four days only. Four days only. That's the only time you have for the rest of the year to come and join the members club. So please get on the waiting list. That's ncrealestatemembersclub.com. I'm gonna put the link below because you're gonna have to get on it now so that you get all of the awesome bonuses that come with joining during that period. So make sure you head over, sign up, and you'll be first in the queue as well. And the first people in get a little something special, but I'm not gonna tell you quite what that is yet. I want you to find out when you come in and you're amazed by all of the awesome stuff I've got for you in the members club. So make sure you're doing that. Right, today, back by popular demand, Isaac, Hi. Hi. Thank you for coming back. My pleasure. Second time on the podcast. Second time. Wow. Second of many. Second of many. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to become a regular thing. Yeah, it looks like it. So how have you been since the last time you came on the podcast? Good, good. Yeah? Wheeling and dealing, doing deals, negotiating, that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. (coughs) Mm-hmm. So for those of you who think back to when I did a podcast with Isaac called Why Buy It To Let Is Dead Or Not. And we discussed how Isaac got into the property industry, how he was investing in New Jersey and all of the deals that you've done over there, your flips, your development projects, how you started, how you've built it, how you've grown. Tell me what happened since. So first off, I wanted to say to you, thank you so much for last time. It was a great experience. And not only that, but afterwards the amount of people that came over to me and told me you know um such a cool podcast and so 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 happy to learn about your life and how you do things and we want to hear more and and also like i was telling you before um people just saying to me um um what do you do how do you get started and then i'm like instead of telling them i just forward them the link and they they can figure (laughs) out themselves so it just saves me time also (laughs) (laughs) you've got 40 minutes from previously that you can just go hey this is what i was doing yeah it's all there i'm gonna just repeat myself again so just look at it and and figure it out so what came as a result of it um people just uh, people kind of understood more of what i I was doing they um you really you know it went through a lot of um besides in the history and how i started also like how i structure stuff and how i do things and people just you know they they have they got more they got better ideas and they got what I was doing, where I came from. So people were just impressed and, you know, it was just, it was good. Yeah, because I think something that I want to make sure that my audience are aware of is that you have to tell people what you do, don't you? Because that's the only way people are going to invest in you. Yeah, and if it's a good story behind it, you know, that's, people love that. People love a good story, you know. I'm, I was telling someone else recently, it's it's not, we don't sell a product, you know, I'm not selling products. I'm not going, I'm not trying to compete against other people and trying to say, look, here, I have this product, I'm trying to sell it. And then I have a different way of selling it than the other person has, you know. I'm just, it's just, I'm, I'm, I do real estate. We take on investors here and there. But the main thing is that, you know, just I, I, I'm, when I get in front of people, it's not, they don't feel like, they don't feel they have to respond. They don't feel like, 
um, you know, oh, it's another person pitching me something. It's just a story. I'm telling you a story. This is what happened to me. This is how I did it. This is how you can do it if you put your mind to it. If you, if you, you know, that that's 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 what people like it. So very true because also it's that trust building. Yeah, the trust building. So again, that podcast, people, you know, they want to know more about me, and then they talk to me, and then they go and see, they they go on the podcast, and they see other people engaging in it, and they say, you know, he's not just the guy that that. I met in the street and all of a sudden I should put money with him you know he's someone that people you know he has a following he has people that are watching his stuff and and he's doing podcasts he's getting out there he's being totally transparent that's what it is yeah because a lot of people say to me well how do I get started if I've got nothing or not a lot of money and it's about having that experience isn't it and building experience I mean you can have both you can have money and experience and you build that over time but sometimes it can just be that you have to become the expert and you have to feel confident in what you're doing. You have, to, you have to sell, you have to have value, you have to value. So, you know, you can have no money and you can have maybe, you know, a little amount of money, but with that money, you can take it and you can, you know, learn something. And then when you go to speak to someone, all of a sudden you're the person that, that has the knowledge and they're the person listening and taking it in. And that, that's, that has more value than any money because once that person will invest with you or their friends or whatever, only because you went and studied something, you sat, you, you learned something, you you you, know, you went out there and, and you figured it out, and they haven't figured it out yet. So that that's the advantage you have over them. So I tell this to a lot of people. Anyone that wants to get into real estate, they want to start. Um, like I, this is exactly how I did it: becoming a real estate agent and just just focusing on learning markets and learning different uh, different areas, locations, prices, how much things cost to sell, to buy, and these sort of things. And then when you're talking to someone, they say, "What do you do?" All of a sudden, you have you have something to say to them. You know, you're not yeah. just saying sitting. Oh yeah, I'm I'm a mortgage broker, you know, like okay, fine. Next, you know, you're saying to them, I'm a I'm in real estate, I'm doing I'm a developer and this is why this is how I did it and this is what I'm doing and this is what I know and this is what you don't know. Mm-hmm. And this is what you need to know. Mhm. So that's yeah, that's that's the that's what I would tell people that that are looking to get started always. And to become an expert in something that you know because something that you know and you have a passion for, something that you that you would enjoy doing. Because when you have a passion for it, it's gonna it's gonna show, and it's gonna, and then you have something to get up for, even when it doesn't work for the first day, week, month, year. But when it eventually clicks, it clicks. But till then, you know, you need the passion to keep you going. You need the excitement. So. And the the mindset. You're yeah. right. Things don't. You don't just wake up one morning, decide you're going to be a property investor, or decide you're going to be a property expert, and then. Because you read on the news that people make money doing real estate. Yeah, it doesn't it. happen, does it? You right. have to, because you go out, you have to learn that knowledge, and then sometimes things go wrong unfortunately right. it's a harsh reality of life right but yeah, it's a roller coaster. there's no plain sailing some days you have ups some days you have downs some days you don't get the funds you want for a property some days i don't know any number of things can you're go trying wrong. to sell something in the house the contract falls through and you sat two months under contract off the market and now you have to put it back on the market and re- restage it and relist it you know yeah things go up there's ups and downs and you've just got to stay the course because a lot of people would give up in that situation. If, if there's no, if there's no real excitement, there's no passion. You know, if the, if the, if it's only about the money, <clears throat> then it's it's not it's not gonna. You know, then w- when you get to the situation, it's gonna be hard to pull through. So you need those, you need that 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 excitement and that, you know that. It's so true about it only being about the money. Some people come to. I've had a lot of people come to me with business ideas, and they say to me, "Hey Natasha, can I join with your brand, and we'll do X, Y, and Z, and we'll be." raking in i don't know they come at me with some figures i'm like okay but what actually what's the substance behind it how are we helping people what are we 
what are we adding value because so, so that you can get excited about it because until yeah. you get excited about it, it you might even put some money into it or you might put some time into it if there's no excitement then then what's, what's the going to happen in, in week three or week four when it's kind of not moving and you're like hey you know forget about this yeah i mean i've spent the money whatever yeah but also because when you get excited other people get excited about it true because right. if i'm really excited over a property deal then everybody else is going to be like oh well i want a piece of that too and if i can frame it in that light and i i believe it in the bottom of my heart that that's that's a good thing to do even if it ultimately might not go quite the way i want like that's very different to me just saying hey isaac uh, i'm buying this thing yeah. and you'd be like it might work out it might not work out i don't know we'll see yeah, yeah right. you have to have confidence you have to have a lot of, you know i i was i don't know if i told you a story i had this guy that invested in me and he did two deals and then he came to invest in me and i said you know why why are you doing this you know you you figured it out you did very well he's like mm, isaac i got lucky i don't want i don't want to risk it again i got lucky those two times and I wanted to shake him up and say, you didn't get lucky. You did a good job. You made the money. Mm -hmm. Go and do it again. Times it by five and times it by 10. And just build up a business and, and get out of your corporate job in the city. That's what you should do. And he's like, no, I wanna, I'm just going to get the money to you and you'll figure it out. And then eventually, we'll, well, you know, I'll build it up. But for now, I, I just, I, I, I got, and it's like people, people don't have confidence. And it's, it, it's also the excitement. It's also the, you know, the um, really believing and having a passion. But at the same time, it's also, um, having that confidence and having that and being a risk taker you know so yeah it's taking risks is a big one isn't it if you're not going to put anything into it why do you expect to get something out right I, f I find that uh that people can sit on their hands for a long time and then look back on it and think oh i should have done something about that at the time you know everybody can think back pre-recession 2008 and say oh I, I should have got in on the bubble and right. sold at the right time well hindsight's a very powerful thing but it's easy it's easy to speak yeah yeah it's easy to say these things but it's it's all about living in the moment figuring out what you have to do for now and then and then that's it yeah i i agree i agree completely agree with, with that and so what would you say to people who haven't yet found that passion or are really struggling different business <laughs> <laughs> no it's true yeah. i had someone um, actually today just pitching me to get into an amazon business so i said listen it's very simple i have no passion for amazon i have no interest in it if you can show me how it's going to make money yeah i'll put some money into it and see how it goes if you can show me she's like well what products do you want to sell yeah I'm like nothing i don't want to sell anything <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, don't I don't do sales that's not what i do if you if you have if you can you know show me a plan show me things that sell show me numbers you know then okay we'll go and buy 500 pieces and see how it goes you know buy a thousand pieces we'll try we'll, we'll but till then I'm, i have no interest in it you know yeah. I, I have there's an interest in making money but i don't want to do any work i don't want to do any legwork for it that's not my business so. yeah whereas you're happy to jump on the back like jump on a property yeah, deal I'll, and do the work right property deal I'm, I'm happy to do and if i break even if i lose whatever it is that that's that's the risk i took and that's the business i'm in and i'm happy with it you know so it's true yeah you can't you can't um you can't say you know i want to get into real estate but i'm i'm i have no passion what should i do it's just it's a choose a different job yeah so actually i didn't ask you too much about this last time but i'm going to ask you now because we, people always ask me what my day looks like and every day for me is very different some days i can be just sat in front of my computer other days i'll be out and about it for me, very much varies. What does the life of a full-time developer look like? 
um, so my day, I this I tell this to a lot of people. Um, mm -hmm. the, the what I, the one the most the, the biggest thing I like the most like the most thing, the most attractive thing in my job that I enjoy the most is is the fact that I have no day I have no um, structure in a day. So I yeah. don't. It's Sunday and I, I have no clue what my week's gonna look like. I mean, I have a meeting on Wednesday and I have this on Tuesday and I have this thing on Friday, but between that, you know, there's anything that could happen. And I, I and I'm I'm busy the entire time, but it's just I have no there's no there's a lot a lot of flexibility. So yeah, and and a lot of days I'll start a day at nine o'clock, whatever it is, and I won't I won't know what I'm doing that day, and then things will just happen. Figure out, you know, I'm not the property manager, so I don't have to be by the projects. I go to them sometimes because decisions have to be made, and I have to speak to speak to different people, designers and architects and stuff. But I don't have to be by the projects, so I'm not doing that. I, I go to the office, you know, because there's a lot of paperwork and stuff. So I'm in the office. The office mm -hmm. now moved from East Orange now to Jersey City. So it we're, looks we're so cool. Yeah. All the pictures that I've been seeing on Insta stories. Yeah. It's 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 downtown Jersey City. It's the it's a world of a difference because literally we walk out of our office and <clears throat> within within two minute walk, two to three minute walk from where we are, we, we can just walk past five of our projects. And these are yep. the bigger ones. These are the ones that are, are selling for, you know, three, four, three to five million dollars, like four or five units um, each one. So it's like, I don't need to go there, but the fact that you're so close and like, oh, let's just swing by this property and let's just check something out. There's a structural issue here. There's a question about the window. Okay, I'm gonna come, I'll be back in two minutes, you know? It's like, it's, it's a world of a difference until we went East Orange, um, which is probably about 25 minutes out. It was like, okay, should we go? We're not going to go down to see that probably now. We'll do it tomorrow. We'll, we'll do it when we do this. And like, you kind of, the amount of, the amount of um, control, I guess, is the word that you feel like you have when you're close to your projects. Mm -hmm. And then the rest of Jersey City, it's five minute drive, eight minute drive. It's like really everything's so close by. You're like, we now have an office exactly where we work, which is a game changer. So, yeah. and then we have the real estate agency also. So I'm, I'm busy with that, I'm trying to build that up. We have a, um, you know, broker Christina, she's our broker, and we have about six, seven agents. Um, we just did a little event with them, which you saw. Mm -hmm. um, you know, had had some food, did headshots and stuff. You know, just as a to get started. And it's again, it's another pro um, progression of our business. Trying to, you know, we have now have a, a real a construction company now. Also, we opened up, uh, we have a license and everything. So, we're just trying to slowly build out the development company to have these these you know these other 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 parts other areas which we can take care of in house. You know, and and save us money that way, and, and you know, and maybe build a business out of it also. So, can I ask, how long has it taken you from the day you started to get to here now? Real estate. Real estate. Um, almost five years. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So just because you guys, what you guys do is amazing, but again, what I want people to realize is that there's so much work that goes into getting here. Yeah. It doesn't. It's not like you wake up one morning and you're like oh my gosh, got a development company yeah. and I've got this agency. It takes it takes time and you guys work so hard. You're always on the road. Yeah. You're driving around all the time. A lot. Yeah. A lot. Like <laughs> every time I speak to Isaac, he's in his car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there's different steps to get there. But it's also we had that kind of shift where, you know, you can do real estate. And I started doing it five years ago and flipping houses year one, year two, already making money already the second year, which is, thank God, which is very good. And then there's a shift where you say, instead of just doing this and, and just buying, selling, buying, selling, and maybe like building up, but slowly, instead we're gonna invest in a business. We're gonna build a real business out of this. We're gonna put all the money back into the business, build up a development company, buy these much bigger properties that require a lot more holding costs, a lot more um, you know, um, liquid to, to just to support yep. it. 
and that's the, that's the decision we made a couple of years ago, and that's that's why we had that's what we, that's that was the decision that a lot of companies have to make. Do you continue being freelance, you know, um, entrepreneur style, just you know, just hustling and, and buying and selling and making money, or do you focus on the bigger picture? Do you make that take that move and, and establish a company and try and really, yeah, you know, knock it out? So, yeah, and do you th- do you see that? as just that's you long term now like yeah you'll do that for the next 10 15 20 years yeah, how long you want it for yeah and how have you built the relationships with people how do you find the people who you bring on is it just through networking so the people that um it, within our development company we have this um secretary and we have two project managers and then me and my partner so we have five of us um that was kind of just um people we knew friends you know so they the, and uh, we just hired now a construction manager another one so he has five years in Brooklyn in construction um, experience, and then he came to us. So um, that's how he he came in. And the agents, a lot of them are just people that I worked with. Yep. Friends and the people that I that I've worked with other agencies when I was in my old places. They're, they're like, you know, wherever you're going, we want to come also. We see what you're doing. We see how much inventory you have. They have it. <coughs> for them. It's a <coughs> sorry. For them, it's a, a lot of times it's just it's we have listings that in-house listings that we, that we have. Mm. So. Um, our broker is is um, she gets a lot of the, she gets most of the listings and then we have uh, they they know they have opportunities you know as the company grows we're going to be giving out um, giving out the listings giving out properties for them to sell so which other brokerage is doing that yeah. so but again and also because they've worked with me and they you know they 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 like how I work and they they join me so even though we're a new company and we're not we're not offering training we're not offering any of the stuff that other companies are offering yeah so yeah and that's definitely something where that something that we were actually talking about this on the phone yesterday about the difference between the UK and the US and how you're saying to me that, you know, in the US you're able to do this as quickly, but for every, but a little bit more quickly, but for everybody that's listening, if this is something you want to do in the UK, this is very much a doable thing. If you're starting to buy and invest in a limited company, there are ways in which you can then develop that out. So you have the management side of it, you have the agency side of it. If that's something you want to do, if you want the lettings in house as well, if you want your construction industry, your construction side of it in house as well, you can do all of that under um, a bigger company structure and then have each in a smaller in a smaller company structure as well. So it's this is completely available to you as much as investing in the UK can be harder because we've got so many more taxes and so many more holes and hoops to jump through. Actually, what you're doing for people who are listening is very accessible to them because you've just got to think about what do you need in house that is going to help you, right? And then build and then on it. Do it. Yeah. The, the only thing is that it's it's an it's a capital investment usually. Yeah. So you're you're making X amount of money every year doing what you're doing, and now you have to make that decision: Do I shift over and start to build a business and start to make these different avenues within my business? It's an investment, so I might not see the return year one, year two, year three. Yeah. Maybe year three or four, I'm going to suddenly see. You know, now I have an agency with thirty agents, and and we're we're closing fifty million a year. You know, and then and and that's that's and then all of a sudden it's 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 worth it. So it's an investment. It's a yeah. it's a risk and it's an investment. But the way I looked at it was, and it was easy for me, it was because I have enough properties myself that I'm selling. Yeah. That the referral that I'm taking on that is enough to support the company. Yeah. So once I know that, then it's, it's, it makes the decision easy. I'm getting the money anyway. You know, so I just take that money and just use, and, and that money is the investment for the, for the agency. Yeah. And the construction didn't cost, doesn't cost much, you know. And, and again, it saves us money because instead of paying contractors and paying the extra fees, and we're paying that to our own company. And then we get the money back. So it's just, 
it, it, it makes a lot of sense all around. But a lot yeah. of times the decision you have to make is, do I open a window company? I'm a developer. Do I open a window company? And do I invest a few hundred thousand dollars in, 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 in that or not? You know, and that's an, that's an investment in the risk. And you don't, have, you don't necessarily have $300,000 in windows a year to support that. So it's like you have to, I mean, $300,000 in profit on the windows that you would make you know, versus yeah. doing it somewhere else. So it's just it's just a it's it's just a leap of faith you gotta take you know and and when it it makes it easier when it's covered. So. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's the decision that I had to make when I decided to do the members club and go into kind of the education and support side of things rather than um, whilst I do have a development company because the pair of us who run that development company we have such different ways and doing things that didn't always go did it works but sometimes we're away doing other projects and then we get back together so that for me it was like I like teaching I like working with people so I'm going in that direction and that's a dis but that was supported wholly on my property portfolio and it was like well I've got the profit right. okay so I'm going into that so that's I was the same as you you have to think about that where right. what can I invest how is this going to make a difference long term how am I adding value? Um, yeah. But it's a good extension, right? It's a great extension, and it makes it easy that I, that's how I started. I started as a real estate agent, even though I never did anything really that, but I started being a licensed agent and looking on the MLS and looking for deals and stuff. And then, you know, and I worked with agents. I've sold all these properties through agents, and I understand the business very well. So I, I was like, this, this is, you know, we again, we have the properties that's gonna support it, why not? Yeah, exactly, yeah. it's just an extension. Yeah, when I'm speaking to like, um, 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 potential investors especially the big ones for like the bigger developments and they ask me how you're going to market your property so I'll always tell them that you know we have an in-house marketing but a lot of times we'll, we'll join up because we're new we'll join up with the, the local biggest guy and then and that's how we'll sell and that's what we're doing with our our, our con um, the 38 unit condominium development that we do yep. so we're joining up with another big agency they're going to help us with the advertising we're going to split the commission between us you know so we still get something back we don't get the whole thing but we get something back and we have now this, this um, you know, we have them, their, their marketing and we ha we're also using our names. So it's kind of like, you know, the two together. Mm -hmm. But I always, t I always, th people ask me, why do you open a real estate agency? You know, what for? What for? I say, I can support it. They're like, yeah, but what do you need the headache for? It's a headache. So I, I always say, and I, I, I kind of believe it, but I always say that um, it's, it's because I like, I like to be in control. You know, it's a lot of times you, you give out your properties and they sell and they come out to you. Yeah, it's not really selling or it's, you need to lower the price or it's it sold in one day. So I'm like, well, if it's sold in one day, maybe it's too cheap. You know, I, you know, like all these. Yeah. And you're not in control of, of what's going on, really, because you can't you gave it to them. They figured it out and then they come back to you and saying what they want to what they want you to what they want you to respond. You know, they want yeah. to sell it. They don't care. So if you have it in house, it kind of becomes close to home, you know, so then now they realize when they're selling something, it's not they're not you're not selling something for some client. You're selling something for your company. Yeah. They associate the company, the development company with the agency company. Now it becomes a listing an in-house listing. So now when I tell developers, I'm like, yeah, we have it because we want to be, we really want to be, um, you know, we really want to be in control of our marketing and, and in control of, and then that, that impresses them. That makes, they're like, okay, fine. So you have that, you're in control of that part also. That's good. You know, they, they want to, they, they want to, that gives them more confidence. So. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I'm really excited But it's for work. It. It's work. Yeah. <laughs> As with everything, right? Mm -hmm. You don't just roll out of bed and these things happen. Yeah. There's always more and more to the jump steps, through. Yeah. And the, bigger or the more successful that you look the more hoops you or the more you have to deal with right and it's not a bad thing it's just yeah well then it's about delegating you know yeah. are you delegating to the right people that are going to take care of it and not going to you know or you're not or you're not delegating because you're too much of a control freak and everything has to be under your 
So it's a lot about that, you know, how much how much are you giving away? Because at a certain point, the business get grows enough, big enough that you can you can delegate, you can mm-hmm. give away. That people again, if it's they're too passionate about it, or if they're too they're too much of control, too controlling, they, it's hard for them to do that. So that's another thing that you really have to learn in the journey, any journey, just Delegating. to know to know when to get out, to know when to say, okay, that can be taken care of by this person, that can be done by this, but I I just have to do this. Yeah. So. Yeah, and again and that goes higher level you're all you become the visionary at the top of a company right. you can see the future but what you've already done you've got a team who sort that out right. for you and they're great at it yeah i agree so should we talk about this project that we're doing together yes yes so uh, excited i'm really excited here <laughs> this has been a long time in the making yeah right we, we, we were talking about doing a project for ages and then finally it kind of came together that that was what we were going to do so I will let you talk about it because I'm I'm using this as a learning experience for me in the American market because I've never invested over here before. So this is all very, very new and I'm very excited about it. But you talk through the deal because it's you found the deal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so basically two a two family house we're buying. Mm-hmm. Um it's in Jersey City. It's in it's in the Heights part of Jersey City, very kind of get it gentrifying area. Um, probably about 10 minutes to Manhattan. Um, buses direct right right in the corner. Like the location is really good. Um, Manhattan views from the top floor. It's it's a good, it's a really, really solid property. Um, actually built in like the 80s or 90s. So it's not like an old property or anything. Um, so we bought it for 600,000. Well, we mm-hmm. haven't bought it yet. We're buying it for 600,000. And um, we, we plan to put in about 250 to 300 in construction to turn it into two condos so it'll be a, a duplex at the bottom and a unit on top and then there's parking in the front and the back which is a huge plus especially mm-hmm. in that area there's families move there and stuff so and then we plan to sell out we have the appraisal to sell out at 750 plus 550 so yeah. 1.35 1.4 around that so we're in it for under a million to sell for 1314 is is um is what we call a very good deal yeah um and this is like I was like you know it was a, it's a short sale. So for those who don't know what a short sale is, it's um, basically when the person um, someone that owns the house um, can't afford their mortgage starts paying their mortgage after a few years, the bank wants to foreclose on the property and take it over. So sometimes the person can list it, and and then we can put an offer in, and then the the real estate agent will present the offer to the bank and say, hey, instead of foreclosing on the property, can you just accept this offer and take this. So take the six hundred thousand. I know that they owe eight fifty or whatever they owe a million dollars. I don't know how much they owe. Would you take six hundred thousand dollars? We have a sale contract, and instead of doing a foreclosure where the seller now has bad credit, can never buy a house for the next who knows how many years, um, can't credit cards, at least can't cars or anything. They can't do anything because now they have they they just had a foreclosure. Yeah. Instead of doing that, they can just do a regular sale, where now they just sold the house, and mm-hmm. the bank has accepted a price less than what they owe. That's okay. what a short sale is. So we did, so the different the thing with short sales is they can take time. You know, they take, I've been to I've done short sales. It's taken over a year to close. Wow. So they can take time. So this one seemed pretty simple. I mean, we actually put the offer. She was telling me Kim was telling me that we put an offer in, in January. So what are we July now? It's like yeah, seven months. Seven months. <laughs> so it's been a while. So, we put the offer in January. We got it accepted. The bank accepted it, and then there was just all the like the, all the like the corporate procedure that goes through you know there's some guy in the bank that has to prove it there's, they just have their thing and you can't you can't control that you can follow no. up but you can't really control any of that and we just yeah we got approval then it came in then we had to push it off for one reason then for another reason and then 
right as of now, we're supposed to close next week. So please God, we close next week. Mm-hmm. But it was supposed to be Friday till yesterday. Yesterday, they're like, no, it's not going to be Friday because we're waiting for this thing from the short sale. There's just so many, a lot of paperwork. It's actually after doing a short sale about three, four years ago that I decided to go to the auction. Yeah. That's how I, I, I did a short sale. It took me a year. And it was a decent deal. And then I'm like, I go to the auction on, on Thursday at, at one and I walk out at five o'clock with two properties. <laughs> why do I have to? Why do I have to go to? Why do I have to do short sales for nine months of headaches and banks and lenders and disapproval and that approval? Like who needs it? You know. Yeah. But again, if if an agent comes up to me with a property that that that's a short sale and the numbers make sense, I'll put an offer in. I'm not. I mean, I'm not doing any work. I just don't know when to close. But I, apart from that, I'm not. I'm not gonna have to do you know any of the following up or anything is taken care of by the the two agents and and the banks. So, but yeah, so that's the deal. It's exciting. It is really exciting. Yeah. Yeah, be, be, I already have the architect on standby to come by the minute we close to come down and, and to get the, the the drawings drawn up and stuff. So it's it's. So you were telling me about zoning. So the difference between the UK and the US is that in the UK, obviously we we go through planning planning permission, and it's painful to say the least. In the US, you get you have zoning, right? right. So this falls in an area of zoning where you can turn property into these two condos so this, is, this is what it is that it's called an r1 zone r1 zone is one and two families yeah so we are two family mm-hmm. so we're conforming we're conforming property in an r1 zone because we are two family in, a, in an r1 zone yeah and we're not changing that we're not we're not changing that we're staying as two units if we were to add a third unit then we'd have to go in front of the planning board and get the permission and and, and, and do a variance apply for variance say hey we want to put three units here as long as we stay within two units, yeah, we're going to utilize the basement and make a duplex, but it's still going to be one one resident, and then the top one is going to be another residence. So that that's that's fine. But mm-hmm. like the other properties that we have that we're going through planning board, which we we learned the hard way, is we bought three family, four families, five families all over Jersey City, and the problem was they were in R one zones, but they were non conforming. So they they were three they were legal three families, legal four families, but they were in a non conforming zone. So the rule is that if you're if you're non-conforming in an R1 zone, any extension you want to do, you have to go in front of the planning board. You can stay as a three-family, renovate it, sell it as three condos, do whatever you want. Yeah. The minute you want to do a smallest extension, you have to go in front of the planning board. And we bought all these properties with plans to do extension. They all had huge lot coverage on the first floor. We're like, we're going to go straight up four floors easy. And then after we closed them, then we got hit with a harsh reality that it's not that simple. The minute you touch it, any extension, because it's a non-conforming property, you have to go in front of the planning board. So last was it last week we got approved finally number one of three. There's three of them we have to get approved. So one of three got approved last week. It was it was yeah it was amazing. After how long? Probably a year. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And had you already started development on that? Have you we, done anything to we it? We just demoed the inside. But don't forget this is a, a one point you know four million dollar property. So if we're paying ten percent taxes, you're talking about thirteen fourteen thousand yeah. dollars a month in just just holding it. Forget about the real estate taxes, which is another, you know. So that that that's that that's the deal still makes sense. We're still very happy with it, you know. Thank God it got, it got approved and we're we're moving forward and everything's good. But it took a long time. It's a learning. We don't and since then we haven't bought anything unless it's existing. We've just bought a four. We mm-hmm. didn't just last year we bought a four family. Maybe five six months ago we bought a four family. We're almost, we're, we're we're halfway through the construction already. It was simple. We 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 kept the structure, no extension, and just renovated the whole thing. Yeah. And that's it. And then we'll do condos. We'll sell each one separately. But as, as long as there's no extension, that's it. And so how are you finding these deals? So Kim found the one that we're doing. Right. 
Um, and so what are you saying to your agents? Because a lot of people always say to me, well, how do you find these deals? And you build mm. really good relationships with your agents. Um, so what are you asking for? What do you tell them? Well, that, that's another thing about having an agency is that you have people that are that. Well, a lot of them will 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 understand and know that if they find me a deal, they'll get to sell it when it gets finished. Right. So they they find me a deal. They're not only getting commission today, they also they also have a commission coming to them when we finish the construction. Now we put it back in the market for one point three million. They're gonna get you know twenty thirty thousand dollars on that. So so yep. now now they're incentivized. If a good deal comes and they have two investors to go to, they're gonna come to me. Yep. Or other agents also, not only within my agency, they'll also, they, they won't necessarily get the listing, but they know that I can close quick. They know that they've done deals with me before. They know how that, you know, it's a simple process. I don't, it doesn't get complicated and that's it. So that's, that's how I, I mean, most of the deals are people that I've met by networking events. You know, we do a lot of networking events and um, it's just the face to face meeting and people, you know, and they get confidence that we talk about trust and they, you know, they believe that things can, that, that things will, will be, and they are good, you know, thank God. So. That's that's how I find my deals. I never. It's one thing I never have an issue. I have other issues in in the in the business, but one thing <laughs> I never had an issue was with finding deals. It's, there's so much. There's so much out there. Yeah. It's just about who gets them. You know, let's say for example, you know, multifamily. You know, 100, 150 units all over the country. If I started, if I started to buy them up, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You know, I'd be fighting for deals. Yeah. Uh, because I I'm I'm not known in the industry. I don't. It's not what I do. I don't. I don't. I don't network with those with people that have those access to those deals. I don't know commercial brokers as well. You know, it's just not my thing. Yeah. But in this, in this, what I do, I just over the last five years built so many connections and so many relationships. People, they're they're, they're always going to know. They're they're going to ask someone who's going to know me. It's always going to come to me, even if it's not direct. It's going to come to me because, and I'll I'll get offered the same deal three times in one day. Yeah. A lot of times because three this they hear about the deal and they they'll come straight to me. Yeah. So building that building that reputation that that you know if the deal the numbers make sense he'll close it and it's simple and it's easy is is the number one thing you know mm -hmm. for a new person it, it it is hard it's not easy no but you got to just build it up you got to keep meeting people and you got to show you got to execute that's it's all about execution yep if they see you can execute then you know they'll do it mm -hmm. so but having an agency definitely helps with that helps with finding the deals because. They're, they're looking at they're the ones I'm not looking at the MLS I'm not looking at what comes up in the market and a lot of the stuff we're buying are, are stuff that come to the market not necessarily off market New York Avenue was, was on the market it was listed really? yeah okay we went there what was the story we went there looked at it I said 580 um, they, it was listed for 600 I said 580 and they said six, um, they said for 600 you can have it and it was the two days on the market or something we, we had put an offer right when it hit the market mm -hmm. so we went we went um it wasn't. It was quick, I and mean, it was a good deal. You know, the numbers yeah. made sense. It appraised, and everything came out well. So we knew it was a good deal. So, mm. so your what are your key tips of advice then for anybody who's just starting out, or anybody who's been in it for a while? What would you say the best use of someone's time is going forward? Well, if you're just starting out, the the, the advice I would say the main thing is first find out that you that you have a passion for it, like we discussed. Like find out yeah. that, that that's what you want to be doing. That's what you enjoy doing. You know, a lot of people enjoy designing houses. They, they enjoy seeing, taking something that looks bad. The, the whole world likes this. You know, the, all, the, all the real estate shows, showing a bad house, showing it fixed up. Everyone likes it. But the yeah. question is, are you willing to get dirty, get your hands dirty for it? You know, are yeah. you willing to like really jump in or you, or you just like watching the show? That, that's really what it boils down to. So it's first finding out that you have that passion, you have that interest. Mm -hmm. And then finding out a way how just getting not how to add value. That's it. Yeah. 
Like what, what, which, which part of real estate do you like? Do you like the mortgage business? Do you like the, the realtor business? Do you like the design business, the architectural business? Which, which part do you like? And then, you know, taking on a part of that and focusing on that and then talking to people and saying, this is the value that I have. This is what you need to know. And this is what I can, how I can help you. Yeah. I'm not trying to sell you a product. I'm not trying to sell you something that everyone else has. I'm, I'm selling you a way of life. I'm selling you a, a partnership. You're mm-hmm. going to partner with me and we're going to do this together. And you're going to enjoy it. And then, you know what? In two deals time, you're going to tell me goodbye and you're going to do it yourself and you're going to figure it out yourself. But for now, we're going to partner together and we're going to really, you know, and, we're, and that, that's how you've got to go out there. You know, go mm-hmm. out there and, and just sell, sell, sell lifestyle. Don't, don't sell like, you're not selling a product. Sell, this is, this is an, a, a, it's not even work. This is, this is what you're going to enjoy. This is what you're going to do. And you're going to, you're going to, it's, it's really, it's really gratifying. Yeah. So. Find your passion in real estate. It's for you. Fabulous. That's where you start and you're starting if from not, a good place. Stay, an accountant's fine. <laughs> That's your other option. Yeah. Accountant, you could be there's there's good jobs out yeah, there. If you definitely. if you need the security, if you like the consistency, if you like the structure, you know, then that that's what that's what you should be doing. Yeah. And I yeah. And they have this and they they enjoy themselves. I'm, I'm I don't say that I don't think they don't enjoy themselves. They're happy. Yeah. But some people need happiness with by having flexibility and some people need happiness by having structure. So Yeah. Just whoever you are. It's your own. Do what you have passion for. So that brings us to the end of this podcast. Thank you for coming back. My pleasure. Second time. A dream. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. If you want to find out more about NC Real Estate or me, head on over to www.ncrealestate.co.uk. I'm going to put the links below of how you can find Isaac and see more of what he's doing because you post so much greatness on Instagram and LinkedIn. So I'll share that. Um, thank you very much for joining us today. We have really enjoyed your company and I cannot wait to catch up with you again soon.